Well, hello, my podcast friends. This is Christy Northrup. Today is episode three of Entrepreneurs Can. And one thing that entrepreneurs can do is entrepreneurs can be mobile. Today I'm recording this from a town about an hour away from my home. And I live in a desert town called Mesquite, Nevada. Love, love, love it. Quiet little town, but big enough for us. Once a week, I come with my husband to the city where he works, which is called St. George, Utah. And I'm able to do errands up here. I mean, they have the Costco, they have the big box stores, you know, those kinds of things. And um, we do some things here with our church as well. So uh, it's nice to have this day that I can do that every week, but I can still run my business and still record my podcast. So entrepreneurs can be mobile. Today I'm going to continue on my journey of teaching you about my entrepreneurial journey. And episodes one and two talked about how um, when I was a little kid into my teenage years and um, after college, I was married and I still am, duh, (laughs) to the same person. Isn't that wonderful? 42 years. So uh, I had a one-year-old child and I thought, you know, I just want to have something to do where I can earn some extra money. And I have to tell you, if you're a mom, you know my feeling. If you are a stay-at-home mom. If you're a mom that's out working in the corporate world or you've got a full-time job or a part-time job, whatever, that you're, let's just say you're a W-2 person. That's pretty much how we define it, right? Entrepreneurs are not W-2 people. Uh, but if you are and you're, you're a mom or maybe you're a dad even and you're not happy with what you're doing, it's like you're always looking for something else if you're not happy. Now, there are those of you that could be perfectly happy in your job and you have no no intention of being an entrepreneur, but you just happen to upon this podcast. And that's great too. We all have different things that we love to do. But as a young mom, I was thinking, what can I do to add to our family income? That's when you need the most money. My mom used to say, it's so backward. You work really hard and you're scrimping and saving while you have the kids. And then when you have money, your kids are gone. But my parents were always sharing. So they shared it with everybody even after their death. All right, let me get back to my story. I divert. I understand. Um, So I remember thinking, you know, what is something that I could do? And I took a cake decorating class and I thought maybe I could do cakes. And then I thought, how can I do that? And I've got this little one-year-old. Well, one day... I was making cookies. It happened to be on St. Patrick's Day of 1980. And my little one-year-old guy, who was about a year and three months old, he was helping me roll out the cookie dough. And um, I noticed I had these canisters that we had gotten from a wet, as a wedding gift. And I realized, oh, these came from a Tupperware party. Or probably because they were the Tupperware brand containers. And then I noticed I had the mixing bowls from the same company. And I thought, you know, I wonder if I did one of those parties, if they would pay me in these plastic containers because I really need some more and I really like them. And so I made a phone call. Now, that was back in the day that long distance was even 30 minutes from where you were. And we lived in a middle-sized town in the middle of Michigan. And I looked in the white pages of the phone book because, of course, no internet. Uh, And I found this phone number, but it was long distance. And I thought, wow, I don't know. Do I want to spend the money for a long distance phone call to find out about 
you know, how can I get some more of this plastic? Well, I got brave and I called them and they said, oh, we'll have uh, somebody call you. So I said, okay, hung up. Thank heavens I didn't have to have a long phone call and talk to somebody. So it didn't cost me too much money. Well, I assumed, you know, somebody probably from their corporate headquarters will mail something and I'll get it in six weeks. Do you remember back in the day when, when, now some of you don't because you weren't even born yet. But back in the day, if you wanted to order something, you had to pick up the phone or send a check and then it would take about six weeks to be delivered. Oh my goodness. Businesses would be out of business in today's world if it took six weeks. But I was under that assumption. Well, surprisingly, someone called me that afternoon. I mean, I don't even know if it was two hours later. And she introduced herself and her name is Jeannie and uh, told me all about the company and how I could actually come and be a salesperson for them. And I thought, okay, this is good. Then I can, they'll pay me in bowls. I'm happy. Now keep in mind the word bowls because you'll see that that is going to be a common denominator throughout my journey here. Uh, she invited me to come to a sales meeting, which was going to be held the next day. And I had called on a Monday and she said, you know, just talked about this great meeting. I honestly thought that the CFO or CEO or Mr. Tupper himself was going to show up at this meeting. I imagine it would be at a big arena with thousands of people, the way that she presented this. And I said, well, you know, I'd have to get a babysitter. And I didn't know people in that, in that city besides my in-laws. And my mother-in-law wasn't up to watching my little guy. But I had a neighbor and she was um, happy to watch my Robbie. And so I also, they arranged somebody to pick me up. Someone else that was going to the same event, which was in another town, which was about 30 minutes away. So I got all dressed up in my business attire, went to this meeting and I pull in the parking lot and I see all cars looked identical. In fact, I thought, well, is this a car dealership? Because every car was the same. And this was back in 1980. They were all station wagons with wood paneling on the side. Do you get the picture if you were around back, back then? I walked into the meeting, and it wasn't at an arena, but it was in a large um, office space, kind of like a hotel room, but it was actually the business was owned uh, by some people that had this meeting space, probably seating about 100, maybe 150 but people were excited. They were exuberant. Throughout the meeting, they were giving like prizes away. And then they gave checks away. And I'm thinking, what? People are like making money. They pay them in money, not just in bowls. Um, and then I found out that it wasn't a car lot. It was in fact, all the managers with the company were driving company cars. Well, that was my tipping point. I thought, what? I could really use a new car. This would be awesome. So I said, yeah, whatever it takes, sign me up. <laughs> uh, and the investment was quite small. I think you even worked it off with your first parties or so. But I remember my enthusiasm as I went back home and I told my wonderful, supportive husband of now 42 years, as I just mentioned, that I was going to become a consultant with Tupperware. Back in the day, they actually called them dealers. Um, kind of like a car dealer, but they have since changed that t title. And I told him, I said, honey, I'm, I'm going to get one of these company cars. And I remember that my supportive, wonderful husband kindly and gently said to me, honey, 
don't worry, you're not going to get that good. Well, never tell me that I can't do something because that's when I put my pedal to that metal and I'm on my way. And looking back now, in all fairness to my husband, there's a reason that he said that. And let's just pause here for a moment because you might be starting an entrepreneurial journey yourself. You've seen the vision. Maybe you're purchasing a franchise. You've talked to maybe other franchisees. Um, you know this is just the right thing. And all of a sudden you get people naysayers telling you that's not going to work. You, you, oh, somebody's just telling you a lie or it's too good to be true. That's a big one. Too good to be true. And here's the reason why my husband said that. And, and I have to keep teasing him for all these years later. But he hadn't been to the meeting. He hadn't met the people. He hadn't seen the cars. He worked for the world's largest chemical company at that time. And their managers were not driving company cars and driving them home every day. They might have had them from the carpool to drive around the state or something, but they did not have this kind of an option. So in fairness to my husband, he honestly thought somebody was telling me something that wasn't quite right. Well, that was April and well, excuse me, that was March. That was on St. Patrick's Day. On April 1st, I actually began my business. That's when my kit was delivered. Look at that. It took like two weeks to get. Um, again, life is so different now. And by the end of September, I qualified for a company car. So don't let someone else rain on your parade. And, and like I said, my husband only did that because he didn't have the information. So if you've got someone that's not supportive, maybe sharing more information or better yet, just show them. You know, that's really the best thing. And I didn't do it to, to be um, vindictive to my husband at all. I just thought, well, you know, I'm going to show him how to do it. Now, on the other hand, I had family that lived across country, my parents, my siblings, and I was not about to tell them what my journey was because I knew that I would get slack. Like, you're doing what? You're like holding home parties. I mean, how are you going to make any money? They're just paying you in bowls. So here's the thing. Not only can entrepreneurs be mobile today, and that's where I started out first, um, but also entrepreneurs need to be, must be noble and bold because we can't let anybody else hold us back. We have to have this shield up. Um, remember, here's another thing that will show my age. Remember President Reagan used to, they used to call him the Teflon president. I can't remember why, but Teflon, you know, things just come right off. Nobody can hurt them. So if you don't know what Teflon is, then go Google that one. But you cannot worry about what other people are thinking. You just have to go for it. When you got it in your gut, you just go for it. So that's my next last episode, and you're going to hear the next one will be tomorrow on Freedom Independence Day here in the United States of America. And I'll tell you where that journey took me. Because I was with the company about 17 years and had a great ride, great experience. And I will tell you, if you're listening to this and you're looking at any kind of a direct selling business, I totally promote starting out, if you have no entrepreneurial experience, to have a direct sales company. Because that gives you the marketing is already there for you, the training is there and so on. Um, you can use somebody else's experience and money to experience entrepreneurship. We'll go into that another time a little deeper. 
But just remember, entrepreneurs can be mobile. It's where I'm doing what I'm doing today. But we must also be noble and bold and do what we know is right. Until tomorrow, remember always that entrepreneurs can.